Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now the following is a fourth hand production Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, buddy. How about you? Uh-huh. All right. We're bringing you a little this and a little that. And that there was the sound of me cracking open a cream ale. Oh, I knew it. You didn't even have to say it. I just knew it. It's not it's not as cold as I like. Oof. Because I, <laughs> I, op- I just cracked open the 12-pack that I bought the other day. And there was one cold one in the fridge, so now I'm going to leave the cold one for a little bit into the episode. Ah. Uh, you could have drank the cold one now, and a little bit longer, the not cold ones would be colder. Don't play these mind games with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your can is almost the same color as my can. Oh, what are you having? My Dogfish 60 Minute. Oh, yeah. I love it. You know, I, I told you... It must have been two episodes ago that I was going to buy a single beer. Yes. They don't have them anymore, dude. They don't have single beers anymore? They don't have the single beers of the Dogfish. It was going to be Dogfish Worldwide. And they don't sell them. Yeah, they don't sell them by the singles anymore. Now there's some, like, fruit bullshit. And I'm not drinking no fruit beer. Fruit beer. Yeah, it's like them seltzer beers. I ain't drinking them shits either. Even my wife, we got... There was the Smirnoff version of a seltzer beer, and I think she got a couple a couple of them in a in a six pack at the grocery store, just to see what they were about. And she's like, "Oh, no." Mm. I think it's one of those things you have to get used to. You know, like when you were a kid and you had your first beer. Well, when you were twenty one and had your first beer, you didn't like it at first, right? But you knew it was going to get you fucked up. So, <laughs> you drank it, and then now it's an acquired taste. You Now you like beer. Yeah, and at this point in my life, I can drink a beer and be like, that's not the one I wanted to start with. I've had enough of them. Well, see, now we're old enough to buy them ourselves. Well, I keep saying that. I keep throwing us under the buses. <laughs> old people. You rickety son of a... When I was a kid and I was underage and I was drinking, I could just only drink what I got. So I had True. to, you know. Now we're older. We can go get it ourselves. We can appreciate a good beer. And now right. we know when we take a sip of a beer and we're like, ugh, I don't fucking like that. Mm-mm. 
we hop in our car, go back over there, get us a different one. <laughs> return it. <laughs> yeah. Could I return this's, this, please? This one's gross. There's only like a half an ounce left in this. I didn't like it. <laughs> you can tell because I didn't finish it. <laughs> if I liked it, I would have finished it all. <laughs> I wouldn't have been here already. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we said what you're drinking. We yes. said what I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. And we said what we're doing. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll carry on from, from that. I had this little theory. Okay. About the grocery stores and all that. See, not that long ago in, in today's times. Has it even been two years? I don't think it's been maybe two years since Pennsylvania grocery stores were allowed to carry any kind of alcohol. It took a long, long time for them to fight for the fact to get beer in grocery stores. It's only been two years? M- maybe. I thought the last time we were up there, which, I don't know, what was that, uh, like 85 years ago? 2009. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you guys had beer in the stores up there. No, it, all, it was all beer distributors. There's some kind of weird beer distributor kind of state law thing and liquor stores. The state gets a gets a chunk of that change. Wow. Okay. Somehow or other. So that leads me down a road to believe, well, not necessarily believe, but kind of makes you wonder. So it's only been a couple of years since they've been doing this, and... Now suddenly, during all this lockdown, isolation business, beer distributors, uh, the one here locally closed, the liquor store closed, the the beer distributor just outside of town was still open. They didn't mind staying open for all this stuff. But of course, the grocery stores had to stay open because they're grocery stores. They're, they're, they're essential. Of course. But they also have beer. So, yes. for the beer for the beer people, you know, alcoholism. You know, that's people have a problem sometimes. I don't. I don't believe you and I have a problem. I can go without it. Yeah, probably. I mean, this is kind of what gets me is the people who say, "Yeah, but they determine alcohol stores are uh, necessities." Well, they are, in a sense. Because alcoholics can literally die from not having alcohol. Messed up. They can have seizure, very, very severe seizures that'll kill them. That's why they're necessities. Not because people, they feel like people will just want to drink. Right. They're necessities for medical purposes. I can see that. Yeah. It almost seems like things were lining up to the fact that everything was going to be locked down. Like... It was almost foreknowledge of some sort of thing happening. Yeah, almost. Almost. Almost foreknowledge. It was (laughs) fucking foreknowledge, dude. They knew it was coming. (laughs) I don't know. Those are the things that run through my head sometimes. All the shit that runs through my head, dude. You saw the email from Eileen, right? About whoring here's a who? Oh, yeah. I... I responded, but I think about that shit all the time. <laughs> what if we're not actually, we're just specks on somebody else's flower? 
I even uh, recently I've been thinking, what if mountains are like petrified tree stumps? Mountains? Yeah. Have you never heard this? No, go on. There's a theory that mountains are actually petrified tree stumps. So we're essentially ants. Everything on the earth is supposed to be much larger. But because we are, we've populated the earth so much, we're keeping everything chopped down. Trees, grass, everything. But everything on earth mm. it was supposed to be much much larger man that's why the dinosaurs were so big they weren't that big compared to like what the shit could be huh also that plays into the uh what is it expanding earth theory or growing earth theory or whatever it is you heard that one that the earth is just constantly getting larger and larger which would in turn increase gravity making everything smaller and shorter. Whoa. It's not like every day they go out and measure like the, the circumference or the diameter of the earth. You know, they don't do that. They don't do that just because. Okay, it's a 2020 census. Let's go measure the diameter of the earth again. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't make sense, right? Because every generation is getting taller. You know, like I'm taller than my dad. My dad was probably taller than his dad. I'm not quite as tall as my dad but I'm going to blame my mom for that. Damn it. <laughs> Let's get her. Want to fight her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to fight my mom? Let's fight my mom. Whoa. We're going to we're going to lose. We're going to lose to fight my mom, but we can fight my mom. We might lose. <laughs> she's a tough cookie. I think it's that era. Oh yeah. She been she's been through some stuff. You know, I heard a weird thing that I don't know if it's grandmas or great-grandmas from, like, the Great Depression. You know how they, like, they'll save everything. Are we going to be like that? Hoarding stuff? No, like, are we going to be using a paper towel and then, like, hang it up on the clothesline outside for it to dry out to (laughs) reuse it? We're not... uh, I mean, I guess that mentality was, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If I can fix it, I am not going to throw it away. It's because they couldn't get anything, man. Right. So are we going to be like that? We're living in an era of abundance like nobody's business. Not right now. Is That's what I mean. Like, right <laughs> now, we're in this coronavirus bullshit. Yeah, we're on, like, the edge of food running out. Right now, I have, like... My kids are recording how many squares of toilet paper they're using every time they shit. That's a joke, people. <laughs> they're not really doing that. But my grocery store, my grocery store has nothing. They have some meat. Still. They have no paper towels, no toilet paper, and I think Dude. we might be running a little bit low on toilet paper. Come up here. I don't want to start using my hand like the Middle East. Oh no! Oh no! 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 You you got pine trees in your backyard. There's pine cones. They're not pine trees. Sideways, sideways. Not not straight in. You don't know which way those cones are going. Sideways. You want to uh, with the grain, not against the grain. I like to take pine cones north to south, man. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I feel like they really scoop up the poop that way. <laughs> it's gonna, 
you know, you take you take the top of the pine cone, you scrape up. It's like an ice scraper. I no. Ugh. Or an ice scraper. <laughs> or an <laughs> like an ice cream scoop. It's got all the it's got all the claws on all the side and it just scrapes all the sides at yeah. the same time. Gets everything. <laughs> yeah. Why do we even use toilet paper when we got pine cones, man? That hits all the nooks and crannies and just scrapes it out. You just wanna you wanna get yourself all calloused up in there. Yeah, make it tough, dude. Make it tough. Gotta have a tough bee hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong on all the levels. Oh, no, no. I'm joking, obviously. I'm actually thinking about getting a bidet in my house. I was just going to say that. Instead of doing anything with pine cones, put a bidet in. I'm kind of thinking about it. You can do the redneck bidet. What's that? Have you seen the redneck bidet? You take the uh, the sprayer in the, on the kitchen sink. Just go get yourself a sprayer <laughs> and put a little... Uh, Right down in the the water supply, right down in the bottom of your toilet, you just you just put another connection in there and get that sprayer in there. So you just you just ravel it up there, and then when when you need to go ahead and not use toilet paper, you just get that sprayer out and you just hose her down. My only like, I've never used a bidet, so do you have to dry? You, like you got to dry off, right? I have no idea. It's like a water fountain for your butt, but. It's got to be powerful, right? Uh, How powerful? Like, do you want an enema? I mean, yeah, you don't want a pressure washer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you do and you don't. Like, you want it to be powerful enough to blast the dingleberries out, but... You just get it all wet and you just start shaking. Uh Uh-oh. The Richter scale. (laughs) It's measured on the Richter scale tonight, Martha. (laughs) It's a 5.0 shit. (laughs) The wall starts shaking. <laughs> Pictures falling off the walls. <laughs> That's my grandma's urn. This is serious <laughs> shit. Some porter beer level shit there. Yeah, this is a little this, a little that. That's what you get. <laughs> you don't even know. It's because we didn't feel like researching. Well, we did, but then we encountered that that thing we started the research and we're like, uh, yeah, fuck dude. We'll probably get into it. (laughs) It's so complicated. Maybe. I don't know. Yep. How about, yeah, yeah. Let's just get into this. I I found this article about, I didn't know these things existed. I mean, I guess I probably saw a picture at some point, but I'm like, ah, that's, that's Photoshop. That's nothing. Have you ever seen a bunny harvestman spider? Is that what you sent me? Yeah, that's what I sent you. Oh, Lord. I've seen They're it. super tiny. Like, think Daddy Longleg, but with half of a wolf's head where the body of the Daddy Longleg would be. That head is scary. Yeah. Like, it cut. it's so crazy. It looks like the ears of a, of a wolf, just a black wolf. And then on the the back of the spider's body is two yellow dots, but it's not even the eyes of the spider itself. The eyes are still up front. but it, So it looks like this nose of the wolf or dog, some sort of canine-type creature. It looks like a small wolf with a spider body. Well, it's only the upper part of its head. If you cut it off at its snout and you don't see the bottom jaw, like where the 
if there was no bottom jaw, the rest of that is now spider legs. Yeah. Yeah. For, I don't care if it's smaller than my thumbnail. Forget that thing. It is a nightmare. Like you said, it's, yo, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, if I encountered that on a leaf, like, oh, mm-mm, nope, I'm done. This is the rainforest I'm not going in. It's like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if it starts barking at me, oh, hell no. Just throw a ball the other way. <laughs> and why is it called the bunny harvest man? This looks nothing like a bunny. I ain't never seen no bunny look like that. Throw the ball the other way. <laughs> Distract it. Yeah. <laughs> My dog got out the other day. Out in the oh, backyard. Oh, man. It, it's not fenced in, so we opened the door. Nope. That little son of a bitch took off. I'm like, all right. Are you kidding me? So I'm out there trying to catch him. He runs up to you. You go to grab him. He takes off. I'm like, ah, he thinks we're playing. He's like a grease pig. Yeah. So I was like, all right, here we go. How about this? So I was like, come on, Bruno. And I take off running. And he's chasing me, and I run straight inside. Runs right inside with me. So <laughs> it was nice. that easy. That easy. Ooh, he like, he chased me right inside. <laughs> today it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, once he gets bigger and smarter, and I mean, he's only five months old. Yeah, he's not going to fall for that every time. Yeah, we're going to be in trouble with him, I think. He's out there digging holes. He's got at least four holes in the yard. I just want to punch him in the face. (laughs) Jeez. Come on, Peter. Come after me. (laughs) But sometimes I want to punch him in the face. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. That's not a thing. Don't dig holes. Where are you going? Right here is fine. Everybody listening feels the same way. If you had a puppy, sometimes you just want to punch him in the face. Like, what are you doing? Ah, you're right at the door, you mother... Yeah. You kidding me? You pooped on the table? <laughs> right on the table. <laughs> you pooped on my mashed potatoes? Do you remember that scene in Police Academy 2? I think it was Police Academy 2, Citizens on Patrol. They know. went to the one guy's house, because they went to pick him up or something, and he had this... His police, his squad car was just this beat up truck that had like a a redneck bed on the back of it. It was just this homemade bed on the back of it to put whatever in. But they went into his house, his apartment, and dude was eating some cereal and the cat pooped in the cereal like his lucky charm. So he just, he scooped out the poop and catapulted it off the spoon Fluffy, you... Argh. And then he just started eating the cereal. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, check out the uh, Bunny Harvest Man spider. Or don't. It's fine if you don't. It's Because it's not a bunny. It's not, it's not a cute bunny. You gotta see it. You gotta see the picture at least. <laughs> watch the video, then, and then it's real when you watch the video. I did not watch the video. You I'm could, not going to. You can kind of see the the picture. You know, you can kind of feel like that's Photoshop. But when you watch the video, like, why oh, is there a wolf face on that spider leg? Yeah, the picture does look photoshopped. But it's kind of daddy long leg, but with a wolf half of a wolf's face where its body is. But it's just sitting on some legs. It's all black, like a fucking demon dog. Yeah. Fug dat. 
All right, what do you got? Well, this is pretty scary. The Singapore officials using robo dogs to enforce social distancing. Oh hell no. So I don't know how many people have seen these robo dogs from Boston Dynamics. They're the like yellow dogs. They I mean Boston Dynamics, somebody go burn it down. Cause <laughs> all right, for real. <laughs> don't do that. They're gonna do us in with robots. No, have you ever have you watched some of those robot videos that they've done? Oh my like they'll god! Like they push doors open. You try to slam a door on it, and it will open the door anyway. Yeah, you got the robo dogs. You got the other one doing backflips and fucking somersaults and shit. Oh, it's it's kind of scary if you think of if that if you were to attack that robot, that robot is still coming at you, kind of thing. You can't stop it. No, that they're building it so you can't stop it. If you cut off a human's arm, they're going to be like, ah, ow, fuck. Robots don't yeah. feel pain. No. You cut off its arm, it's just going to keep coming. So did you watch the, the robot dog? Did you watch the video of the robot dog in, what was it, Nicaragua? No. Papua New Guinea. Where? Ecuador. I don't know. <laughs> Where did you say it was? Uh, Singapore. <laughs> no, is there a video? Oh. There was a video? There's a photo gallery. Spot the dog, now a social distancing narc. He's freaking people out. <laughs> Jeez. It's on HuffPost.com. So, I found one of Popular Mechanics. Oh, you did? Yeah. Since May 8th, Spot has been patrolling the Bishan Ang Mo Kio Park in Singapore. Functioning like a gatekeeper during the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh my God, listen to this. Let's keep Singapore healthy, the yellow and black robo dog named Spot said in English as it roamed around. For your own safety and for those around you, please stand at least one meter apart. Thank you, it added in a softly spoken female voice. So it was like, let's keep Singapore healthy. It's a girl dog. For your own safety and for those around you, please stand at least one meter apart. Thank you. That's more scary mm-hmm. than a male voice, I think. It's so subtle coming out of this little four-legged thing. I, mm, dude, I'd be hard-pressed to fighting myself not to go over and kick it over. What are you going to do now, robot? You're upside down. Please stay one meter apart. Oh, mm, done. Activating... Torrents. <laughs> and suddenly out of nowhere, it just springs back onto its four legs. I don't even know how it did it. Air? Gravity. It's got some kind Nobody of weird, knows. like, catapult system on its back. Just <laughs> <laughs> lands on its legs. You have chosen poorly. <laughs> this is fucking scary it's literally it's the boston dynamics dog one person tweeted that black mirror ain't got nothing on singapore boston dynamics in the wild your dystopian cyberpunk future is now you got this you got drones who are looking at people somehow able to take their temperature and see if they cough what you haven't seen that shit i did not see that drones are I don't know if it's in China or what, but there's drones who are looking at people taking their temperature from that far away with, I don't know, a fucking laser or something. 
And then if it sees you cough, forget it. You're done. You don't see your family anymore. What? Yeah. Oh, why did it come here? Now, I just saw... So, on my iPhone, I scroll to the left. There's news right at the... Like, right at the top. Yeah. And it says, Doctors fear new silent... uh, I don't know. Silent uh, symptom. Now, they say, You can have it and not even know you have it. What's the symptom? Your, Your oxygen levels. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're just trying to scare the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> mm. I don't have a cough. Yeah. I'm in the, in my state, I'm in the county that has the highest, the highest amount of cases. I feel fine. I'm just doing shit as normal, except I put a mask on. Yeah. I feel fine. Sure. But now you're like, oh no, but you could still have it. Your oxygen levels could be low with no other symptoms. Be scared. Go in your house. Actually, go to your basement. Open up your MREs. Start eating it. Seal your hatch. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, dude. No. I See, I'm not I'm not at that level. I I'm taking precautions. A couple weeks ago we went to Gettysburg. Well, I think you're gonna die. <laughs> they 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 were one of the red counties. I'm probably gonna die. Yeah. And there was red Republican. <laughs> no, red versus green versus yellow. Oh, red, yellow, green. Oh, don't go to this one. But well, we were like, <laughs> nah, we're we're gonna go to this one anyway. But probably I would say two percent of the people we saw were wearing masks out in the open public air. Like we probably saw. Over the course of the day, driving around, wandering through all the battlefields and the parks and stuff, and seeing all this really awesome history stuff. I've never actually got in-depth with it that much. Yeah. But being around all those people, I don't know, two to four people had masks on. There was a bunch of people. It was a nice, nice day that day. <laughs> what, if you, what if you saw a ghost with a mask on? like a soldier like in his you know his his full uniform he's like fuck you guys this shit is like you don't understand this is this is real it's even infecting the the spiritual realm i got shot in the finger and somehow i fucking died from fucking dysentery (laughs) gangrene and uh fucking aids but uh you know this is real Put your mask on. Yeah. We're not playing around down here. <laughs> so I, I, I'm i at a level of precaution, but then again, I'm like, eh. I don't know, dude. You talked about it too. I, I don't get sick a lot. Yeah. And my wife's like, you're at the age. You should probably get a family doctor. Go check all your parts out. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. I can tell you right now, the last time I went to the doctor, it was before my son was born, who is nine years old, <laughs> and it's because I had blood in my semen, and I was like, the fuck is that? Ooh, that would do it. Yeah. It was scary. So I sure. went, I said, eh, you got a little prostate infection, 
prostate, yeah. Prostate infection. Take these, you're good to go. I was fine. That was the last yeah. time I was at the... Uh, I haven't been to the doctor since. Yeah, for that kind of stuff? Mm-mm. Uh, it takes a lot for me to go to the doctor if I'm sick. You know, like flus, the flu-type symptoms. Yeah. It has been... It's definitely not been that long, nine years or nothing. I don't know. I had to go to the doctor because I just could not kick this sore throat for nothing. It's been a couple years, two, three years, something like that. And they gave me the Z-Pack, that kind of thing. And I took that and I was good. You've had a sore throat for three years? Uh, no. No. I, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> kick it. <laughs> Is that what it sounded like? Yeah, I. That's the way I took it. You said you had a sore throat. Was it? What's it been? Two or three years now? <laughs> I'm like, shit. You got throat cancer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was that long ago that I went to the doctor for a sore throat that I couldn't get rid of. It. I had it for for a while. I gotcha. I don't know, maybe a week or so that it just would not give in. So I finally went to the doctor and said, "There's something up," and he's like. On a pain scale from 1 to 10, what's the pain? Fucking 12, asshole! <laughs> it's never 12. It's even even when I punch my eye out, what's your pain level? I don't know. 7, 8, I guess. I have a headache. Just give me some pain reliever. <laughs> it's never been like, oh my god, I can't take this pain. I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm not that kind of person or maybe i just i put the pain somewhere else unless it's toothaches suck i hate toothaches i don't think i've ever had a toothache you ever had your wisdom teeth taken out no i still have those oh oh you're in for a fucking treat boy (laughs) yeah it's coming i'm 33 you jinxed it now i think you're jinxing me (laughs) is this a curse well, we need to take a break so we can fight this out. Yeah, good, because I got to pee anyway. <laughs> <laughs> got to pee this out. Well, pee this out. Break time. We'll see you guys. We're going to take it down a little notch here. We're going to play some fine jazz music for you. Some slow jams. Slow jam. <laughs> <laughs> No, not that. Oh, no, not quite. (laughs) My bad. In fact, we're going to get so quiet that there's not going to be any sound at all. And the lights are always going to be on. What? It's the deepest, most horrible, whitest torture. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They call it white torture. I found this article in... And I was, I started reading down. And I'm like, white torture. I'm like, what kind of, who do these people think they are? What do they got against white people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that kind of. It's uh. not. It's uh, you're right. It's not the torture of white people. It's white torture. It's so like docile. Then it just turns into, it just turns your brain into mush because the, n- there's nothing. Like white noise. It leaves the lights on. Yeah, like white noise doesn't turn your brain to mush. Well, no, but it's 
it's just kind of like it's there. You don't really think about it, but it's it's there. Yeah, I, that would actually be better in this case, oh. having even just that. Oh boy! But this is the complete. You know, I'm I'm interested in checking out a sensory deprivation tank. I think we've talked about this probably. I think it was on the transhumanism episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be. I would check it out, but not in water. But if you were in a completely sensory uh, deprivation room, it it's always the white light that's on. And you're just in this room by yourself. There's no human contact. And you're just in there for days and days and days by yourself. It sounds like paradise, right? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes you'd be like, oh, man, I can get lots of sleep. I mean, minus the light, but by yourself? Yeah. Like, you, if they just toss you in there for a couple of days, you know, I could probably, I could probably be okay for a day or two. If, if you just sit there and think about... Being an absolute solitary with white light, you could probably be there. I don't know. I feel like I could probably last probably 48 hours or something. In a room by yourself with one light. Light, Lights on. Yeah. So you could sleep all the time. If I Let me read down a couple of these scenarios for you. You think you could last two fucking days in a room <laughs> by yourself with the lights on the whole time? An absolute silence. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> no way, dude. You couldn't last that long, you don't think? No, I don't think so. With the lights on 24 hours a day? Yeah. They just put you in this room and they forget that you are there for a couple of days. No way. No, you don't think you could last that long? How about a couple hours? Like a one day? 12 hours. I could do one day. But then... 24 hours. Like, get me out of here in 24 hours. I don't know. If I, if I like, show up at, like, 9 a.m., I'm like, all right, let me put, you know, put me in a room. And then I wake up the next day at, like, 5 a.m., I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I've had enough sleep. Yeah. The lights were on when I went to bed. The lights are on now. I didn't sleep. I shit my pants. <laughs> Somebody came in and poked my butthole. I don't know. Oh, hey, hey. So this was first studied in 1951 as a possible way to allow British, American, and Canadian governments to brainwash prisoners. White torture occurs when individuals are placed in a confined area with highly controlled access to light, sound, or human interaction. The technique increases the mental pliability of prisoners. They become desperate for human interaction, even in the form of harsh interrogation from their captors. Nothing nothing is happening to them. Absolutely nothing is happening to them. You know you're not getting bamboo shoots shoved up your fingernails. Oh good. Nothing like that. You're not you're not getting bamboo you're not laying on a bamboo shoot for it to poke up through your back until you tell them what they need what you, you want to know. There's no Chinese water torture with the drip dripping on your head. You're just completely left alone in a completely silent room. It's a whole other kind of torture. You know, I really want to do one of those. Where you like you go into the world's quietest room? Yeah, yeah, I I check one out. I want I really want to try it to see how long I could stand it. Right. I don't know how true it is, but I've heard you could almost hear your hair growing. Like it's so Ooh. that's how quiet it is. You and 
See, at this point in my life, I think I would it would have to be an adjustment because I've listened to some loud music. Oh, I thought you meant because your hair's not growing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't hear it. It's not there. No, it's not growing anymore. I now I could definitely hear my hair growing out of my ears. <laughs> I can smell mine growing out of my nose. <laughs> I get one real super long one in my eyebrows. Just one. Are you serious? Yeah. And I gotta Me too. I gotta rip that fucker out. When I see it, I just grab it and I just rip it out. And it's coarse as F. Yeah. Like half of it is brown, the other half is gray. I'm like, I'm thirty. And the other half is hay? Yeah. <laughs> it's so coarse. It doesn't match with everybody else. It's just this coarse freaking thing growing out of your face. And I have four gray hairs on my head. What kind of Native American are you? Hey. <laughs> no. I'm, doing a, a, <laughs> not... I'm doing a rain chant right now. <laughs> I shouldn't. Do that. We've had enough rain. I know. We've had <laughs> enough rain. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I shouldn't. We got enough. I got to mow the fucking lawn. I can't. Again. Do it. Right? Some jackers today that were mowing the lawn in the middle of the day. Today, my neighbor had somebody... This dude, he doesn't mow his own lawn. I don't know why, but he has, oh, he, no. he has somebody no. come and do it. And I almost went out there to talk to the guy and be like, yo, how much to do mine? Because <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I was really close to it. Uh, you'd be, there's, there was a commercial, I think it was last summer, that was going around. It was probably an insurance comp- commercial or something. And uh, there was a bunch of dads in, in a room together. And the one dad was like yeah i don't i don't mow my my lawn in a, in a pattern and what one of the dads stood up like you don't mow your lawn in a pattern what is wrong with you and the other dads are like no no come he's like he's a new dad just hold it's okay he just got his house this is his property he hasn't figured out the pattern yet yeah i just i just pay some kid to do it and they're like what <laughs> all the all the dads stood up and like are you serious yeah that was it was like a, a Geico commercial, right? Where it's like he's turning into his dad or or whatever. Or like we move like everybody's turning into their dads. And he's like, I just I don't know, I just pay some or they were like, What kind of mower do you have? He's like, I don't know, I just pay some kid to do it. They're like they're ready to jump him. Yeah. You you what? I don't do a pattern. I do if I go down one way, up the next way, then the next time I do it, I do up that way. Down the next way. You don't do a pattern? That's a pattern. <laughs> if you do it the same I, way every time, the the grass just get it gets fucked up. Plus, you cannot cut more than one third off at a time. Remember, I tried to start a landscaping business, but I gave up. What happens if you cut more than one third off at a time? Well, it's not good for it. It needs it needs a third like to be healthy. So if your grass is really tall, you should not cut yeah. it. Do not cut it really short. You cut a little bit off, and then in a few days to a week, you cut a little more off. You got to slowly get it down. Yeah. Do not. Oh, hell no. It's not good for it, man. I'm telling you. That's why I'm mowing. That's why it took me so long to mow, because I don't want it to be good for it. <laughs> <laughs> you just want a concrete yard? Just a desert. In West Philadelphia, born and raised, 
Like, <laughs> just out there playing basketball in your yard. I have allergies, but I like mowing grass. Oh, uh, it's not allergies. It's COVID-19. Yeah. Well, I didn't tell, I didn't want to tell you. Damn it, Will. I didn't want to tell him, but I'm dying. I got it. This will <coughs> probably be my last one. I got a big pen stuck in my throat. Just a tube of it. What What kind of pen? A Bic. Oh. <laughs> not a big pen. A Bic pen. A dick pen. No, not a dick. <laughs> no. That's way down my throat. <laughs> oh. That's a different kind of white torture. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Guys, this COVID is... It's bullshit? Is it bullshit? Is it fake? Come on, Will. Right now. Three, two, one. Fake? Nah. Three, two, one. Now. Say it now. Three, two, one. Bullshit. Oh, bullshit. shit. I kind of think so, too. I find it really weird that pneumonia numbers are drastically down this year. Yep. But the same year I'm that COVID numbers... Way high. Wow. Hmm, weird. That is weird. Even my wife is getting into this kind of stuff now. She's like... She was watch it, watching some of the doctors and I think it was... Was it Levine in Pennsylvania? Or somebody else? One of the higher like medical people in Pennsylvania, and they were like, "Yeah, what you have, you go outside, and you you might get some allergies, but this this other stuff, you know, these you think it's flu flu symptoms, but it's it's really COVID nineteen. You don't have you don't get the flu anymore. It's it's COVID nineteen. And I'm like, my wife showed me this video, and she's like, "Do you realize what they just said? Like the flu doesn't exist anymore. What? Yes." It's crazy. This is insane, dude. Yes. Do you want to hear one of the scenarios of the white torture? You know what it is. Do you want to hear a scenario of it? Or do you want to move on to another topic? I don't know. It sounds racist, but let's do it. Okay. A trio of hikers were subjected to isolation in in an Iranian prison. In 2009, Sarah Shord, her fiancé Shane Bauer, and their friend Josh Fatal mistakenly hiked over the border separating Iraqi Kurdistan from Iran. Arrested as spies, the three went to Evan Prison in Tehran. Shord and her male companion spent an estimated 410 days confined to individual cells without human interaction. Fuck! It's over a year. Somewhere in there, like, it might be Christmas by now. That's going through your head somewhere in there. Has it been St. Patrick's Day yet? Happy birthday, America. Is it Christmas again? Shord experienced panic attacks, hallucinations, and severe anxiety during her incarceration. She writes, After two months with next to no human contact, my mind began to slip. Some days I heard phantom footsteps coming down the hall. I spent large portions of my days crouched down on all fours by a small slit in the door listening. In the periphery of my vision, I began to see flashing lights, only to jerk my head around to find that nothing was there. More than once, I beat the walls until my knuckles bled and cried myself into a state of exhaustion. 
At one point, I heard someone screaming, and it wasn't until I felt the hands of one of the friendlier guards on my face trying to revive me that I realized the screams were my own. After her release in September 2010, doctors diagnosed Shored with post-traumatic stress disorder, illustrating the practice's long-term psychological harm. And that's just one scenario. But if you look up white torture, there's there's plenty of them around. That is insane. I think it could either be white torture as in the lights are on and it's it's lights and silence or it's darkness and silence and there's nothing else. White torture. I don't like it, man. Um, well, hey, you can li- not like it all day, but that's what that's what it is. Did you hear about this five-year-old who stole their parents' car and he gets rewarded with a Lamborghini ride? What? What? Who rewarded him with a Lamborghini ride? A five-year-old in Utah who the police called him driving his his uh. I don't know, his parents, his family's SUV. He was, I, I don't know, he's out cruising, you know? Five. Five. Five years old. My youngest is seven, and there's no way she could, it doesn't matter how you set the seats. She's not reaching all the things you need to reach to be able to drive. Not You're not even thinking about the mirrors. Just all the things you need to reach, the steering wheel, the, the brake, and the, and the gas. Keys. It reminds me of, uh, what is it? The little rascals when they're like <laughs> on each other's shoulders <laughs> with the trench coat. Yes, I'm a man. Yes, sir. <laughs> but it said, um, a five year old, uh, Utah boy who police caught driving his family's SUV this week may have discovered that crime does pay. Oh, no. See, that's what you can't do. You can't reward them. That's because an adult who heard how Adrian Zamarippa stole the keys to his family's Dodge Journey, then started off to California to buy a Lamborghini, (laughs) (laughs) decided to give the kid a taste of supercar life with a ride around the neighborhood. You can't get down in the Lamborghini just driving around the neighborhood. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. He like gave him the finger, stole the keys, took off. He's like, I'm going to California. I'm getting me a Diablo. Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> He's five. <laughs> Jeremy Neves, a local businessman, said he reached out to the Zamarippa family after the story of the kids' automotive exploit went viral. See, that's all it takes. Viral. You go viral, you get whatever the fuck you want, basically. Ooh. So that's how COVID 19's getting everything at once. Oh, virus, viral. It's coming together, it's bringing us apart. I'm absolutely inspired by the principles that he displayed of success. Knowing what he wants, <laughs> what? going after it, Neves told the local <laughs> station, KSL TV. <laughs> what he's inspired by <laughs> like if my kid was like i i know i'm a superhero i'm not inspired by that i'm like are you okay is it you, you need a psychiatrist come <laughs> on jumping off the edge of the roof he opens his window jumps out two stories shatters two femurs 
<laughs> like, mother, now I gotta push you around in a fucking wheelchair. Come on, dude. Are you happy now? <laughs> no, I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna try again. Neves insisted he doesn't approve of Adrian's actions, though it kind of seems like he does. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not encouraging kids to go out and take their parents' car and do anything else that's illegal, he said. I'm not advocating that at all. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, you want to go on Lamborghini? Yeah. I'm serious. But it is fun. <laughs> He's going to do it again, you know. Oh, dude, if you do it, <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, your daughter cries, and you're like, no. No, no, you you can't have it. No. And she's like, I want it! I want it! And then you give it to her. She knows she can do that for the rest of her life. Yeah, she just figured it out. Yeah. I don't agree with this. I don't agree with just what happened. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Clips of the, the Lambo Joyride show Adrian... Sitting on someone else's lap without a seatbelt, driving, <laughs> my <Nope>. God, <laughs> driving around the block with Neves behind the wheel of his dream car. This car is fast, the kid exclaims. <laughs> oh, oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, you're going to die because you don't have a seatbelt on, but. He's <laughs> <laughs> just going to get sucked into that wedge of a windshield. What the fuck, dude? So you're talking about that uh, that Boston Dynamic dog oh, telling yeah. people to stay inside in Singapore? Yeah. Or uh, social distance in Singapore? But do you know what the Daleks from Doctor Who are? No. I've never seen it. Well, you know who Doctor Who is? What Doctor Who is? I know the show. There's like a, a phone booth or... Right? I, I'm... I'm going to need you to explain Doctor Who to me, even though you've never seen Doctor Who. It's uh, a guy, he looks like Doctor Strange, he can do magic, he makes portals, there's a British phone booth, and he can go back in time. Nailed it! It's all, yep, nailed it. Got That's it! it. <laughs> Am I close? It's it's nailed it, the, uh, uh there, no. <laughs> There was a nail there, and I hit my thumb, right? He, he went back in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the time travel part. Is there no phone booth? <laughs> yeah, oh. Well, yes, there's a phone booth. It's a it's a police box, but yeah. Originally, you could just pretty much call the police in these police boxes. But that's what Doctor Who travels around in, and it's, it is a time machine, so they have gone into the past, and they've gone into the future. But Doctor Who's nemesis are the Daleks. One of the nemesis. Nemesi? Nemesis. Nemesis. Octopi. <laughs> the Daleks are these, uh, they're kind of like a squid type creature on the inside of these robot type things. They're, they're just cart around, but they have this, they have like a proboscis of a, like a mosquito, but it's a, a plunger. Imagine a proboscis the, the size of a plunger. And it's, it protrudes out of their chest type area, but then they have another one that's that's an eye, but uh, in in the area of an eye, like a cyclops, I'm trying to explain a Dalek. <laughs> but early on, and the 
self-isolation, quarantine thing, the authorities of the United Kingdom area, the the cops, the, the authorities, mm-hmm. set these, they have drones or robots of the Daleks, and they set them to go around these neighborhoods, or they pilot them around these neighborhoods to tell people to self-isolate. Normally the Daleks say, exterminate, exterminate. <laughs> they go around and just start blasting lasers and just vanquish people. They just vaporize them. But now these ones are going around going, self-isolate, self-isolate. All humans must stay indoors. All humans will self-isolate by order of the Daleks. Dikes. That would freak me the F out. Yeah. If I was a kid, I was watching Doctor Who. I knew what the Daleks were. Suddenly there's Daleks just running around my own streets. Telling me to self-isolate? <laughs> I would freak out. <laughs> Get inside, you motherfucker. Self-isolate. <laughs> no, they were just running around all these robotic Daleks. Doctor Who is one of Doctor Who's greatest nemesis telling you to get inside. I'm going to freak out. Where's the doctor? Going to need the doctor. Dr. Fauci. No, oh, not, not that one. <laughs> no? Not mm-hmm. him? I heard he is up for sexiest man of the year. Oh, yeah? A four foot eleven old, like, fucking... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that all he is? He can barely reach the mic. Barely. He has the step stool. I guarantee it. He's got wedges in his shoes. I'm not tall, but I tower over that little fuck. That's why he's mad. Yeah, he's he's mad about being the short one, so he's he's trying to Napoleon. <laughs> he's got a Napoleon complex. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I like him. <laughs> you don't think? But he's, he's got a he's got to have an attitude because he's a, he's small. Don't don't fuck with me. I'll get you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. He's with Bill Gates trying to kill us. Uh, the Fauci Gates Foundation. Doctor, doctor, yeah, doctor, <laughs> doctor Fauci and Bill Gates. Gee? Bill Gates, who could not graduate college, who had no college degree, is now telling us how we should handle a fucking pandemic. Fuck you, Bill yep. Gates. Hashtag fuck you, Bill Gates. I will say fuck you, Bill Gates. In every episode, because I think you are a piece of shit. Smelly dog manure. Dog? Horse. And your wife is the man, the and you are the the woman. Guaranteed. Oh my God. You're calling some people out. <laughs> Look at the pictures. They just swapped. Like, she cut off her dick, gave it to him. And I don't know how that works with (laughs) vaginas, but like (laughs) she gave him her dick and now he's got one. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. Probably not two. He didn't have one to begin with. (laughs) Hers is now a shell for his. (laughs) It's an exoskeleton. An exoskin. What? Yeah. That's what it is now. Hashtag... Fuck Bill Gates. (laughs) Do we want one more article here? Or do you want to end it here? We can do one more. All right. So how about 
I sent this to you uh, a few days ago. You know how you know how birds aren't real. Oh yeah. We have proof that birds aren't real. <laughs> kinda, kinda. I guess the uh, the thing I sent you was <laughs> it's a drone. So they said the hummingbird spy drone. The, the whole idea was to capture and get up close and personal with a monarch butterfly swarm. So what what these engineers did was they they made a drone look like a tiny hummingbird. So the the hummingbird, this drone hummingbird, it, it looks like a hummingbird except you know the wings don't don't f- don't flap. They don't do the whole hummingbird thing where they're kind of back and forth to yeah. flap their wings. Yeah. They just have the propellers on top of the wings. So it sounds like and it looks like a hummingbird. So the monarch butterflies are like, eh, that guy's cool. It's all right. <laughs> so, I mean, the uh, the whole idea is cool. But with a conspiracy brain, you're like, well, that proves it. Birds aren't real. You just showed us. Hummingbirds aren't real. Zzz, just getting real. <laughs> real. Like the, the beak of the hummingbird drone almost touched wings of the monarch butterflies. Yeah, yeah. That's how close it was. And it's how subtle it was as a hummingbird. So butterflies don't know the difference. How are we going to know the difference? Huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, now, if you, you turn the conspiracy off for a minute, it's a beautiful thing. Getting getting all up in the monarch butterflies business like that, getting real, real close in there. So you can see all these thousands of monarch butterflies just just swarming through the air. That's really cool, actually. Yeah, I get why people think they're not real. I I believe they're real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, birds are real. They carry diseases for all of us. You're welcome. Yeah, but I get why people believe they're not real. Because you cannot trust anything they fucking say. The birds? No. I've heard the, I've heard the birds talk. You can't know. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. They don't. They're stupid. <laughs> I don't get the birds aren't real, but I understand where they're coming from. Oh yeah? The bird drones, the the drones perch on power lines to to recharge so that they can continue on their pre-programmed duties. No fucking way. I didn't even think of that, dude. <laughs> No fucking way. I'm about I'm about to be on board. How can they No way. How can they land there with no issue? And I touch it and I die. <laughs> yeah, all you gotta do is just kinda kinda touch it. Kinda be near it. Yeah. That's it. Lights out. Gorilla radio. Turn our shit up. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? I'm on board. Birds are not real. <laughs> also, I don't think dinosaurs are real. Oh, called it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dinos has been birds the whole time. I don't think they're real. So the, these dino skeletons are complete fabrications. 
They have not found enough. They're making this shit up. They found a little bit, and then they recreate it from a little tiny bit. All right. All right. I can, I can, I can see that. Like, they found some pieces of the puzzle, and the, the puzzle wasn't complete, so they make up some more pieces of the puzzle. They just recently said, oh, no, they might have had feathers. Like, you don't know what they are. You have no clue. We just renamed one a few years ago. Yeah, they used to be reptiles. They used to be, like, giant lizards. Now they have feathers. Feather, feathered lizards? What's happening? You have no clue what they are. You found a bone. You found a fucking claw. <laughs> and you're like, that's a T-Rex. What the fuck? You don't. You found three bones, and you made a fucking animal. <laughs> this is where the lungs used to be. They had a liver. <laughs> this is where the reproduction organs were. Yeah, just making it up. Just making it up. Stapling it together. <laughs> you found three bones. It might have been a four-bone animal. But you're like, nope. This thing was huge. <laughs> Look at all these ones behind it. It's been it's twenty bones, twenty bones long. Unbelievable. <laughs> we should probably call it. Yep, probably. Tell tell us about your bone bone adventures. Bring on the weird at gmail dot com. Yep. Easy. Oh yeah. Easy bone adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Fanfic and everything. Whoa. Yep. We'll read it on air. <laughs> There's a possibility. There's a probability. Not a possibility. It's probable. Yeah. Send us your fanfics about lip kissing. Good l- lip syncing. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts while you're writing this lip sync fanfic. Karaoke. What? All right. How about this? What should we sing? If you went to a place to see us live, if we come to your town on the Bring in the World World Tour, what should we sing at karaoke? A duo? Single? Should we turn a single into a duo? Anything you can think of, it's going to be a duo. Duet. Duet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are we singing? I think my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Oh, man. Put your votes in for that one. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) If you want some dope merch, go to myconspiracytees.com slash bring on the weird. Oh, there's plenty there. Yeah, buddy. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter. We got DMs on Facebook, too. The direct messages, still. They just happen to have FB in front of them. There's DMs everywhere. Oh, hey, hey. What? Now we're getting kinky. We're getting kinky now. DMs everywhere. What? What? We're on Instagram too, you know? We're going to... Yeah. Yep, picture's there. All right. What else? Oh, hey. You want to hear this without ads and without promos? Patreon.com slash bring on the weird. Five stars in the Apple Podcast. What are we singing at karaoke? You tell us. Got anything else? I got nothing. All right. Stay weird, world. See you next time.